0: tonight ah! it's a ghost it's a it's a special it's a it's a jump cut special uh tune in you you you've never seen before in full color i don't i don't know how to do it man and an imax hd dvd but they always <laughs> have the wackest terms for like color vision chroma expansion techno, vision. techno color vision in 3D. surround
1: sound HD. Dolby
0: at most.
1: Welcome back to JumpCut, everybody. We are, yeah, the hosts with the most, uh, <laughs> Leander and... <laughs> this is
0: good. This is going really well. Yeah. <laughs> Leander and uh, Hashim here. And, and if Hasher. you couldn't tell, we're doing our special Halloween episode. Yeah. Start us off Annual. with a little spooky, you know? Yeah, it's an annual adventure. We do a bunch of movies that are usually about Halloween, and uh, this year, not really. But it's okay. I I'd say these are still Halloween movies. Uh, they're on the horror side. I don't know if they're like Halloweeny enough, but you know, I mean, we did like Hocus Pocus last time. I guess that's true. And like that's true. I guess Babysitter wasn't. But either way,
1: it's fine. These 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 nail the vibe. I think. Um. So I actually just got back from BC. And uh, to set the tone, or I guess not set the tone, I was like, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity. I can catch all four. First of all, <laughs> we're doing a double feature. We yeah. do this for Halloween. so me being the considerate, Pretty standard. Me being the considerate person that I am, you know, I value Leander's time. I know he's a busy guy. I know he's got a lot going on. As you I should. I was like, let's choose at something light, nice and quick. You know, it's an hour commitment. Werewolf by Night. You know, nice nice and short. Nice to the point. Get it over with. Get out of the way. Right. Motherfucker recommended a whole series of two-hour movies.
0: Yeah, I did. And I, I don't regret it. You know why? Because no mm-hmm. one watched these anyway. I, I've been talking, singing praises for these movies for a year and a half, and nobody watched them. And so if I have to force them down your throat, I'll do it. You know, this is better for you. This is better for and us. Thank for God
1: I have it. Am I right, fellas? Am I right, ladies? <laughs> hey, you, you boys and
0: girls at home. <laughs> you watch them and I want to hear your thoughts on it. But I think first we should probably talk about werewolf by night. I think I think uh, that one's probably a good starting one.
1: Yeah, because it's also shorter. Yeah, exactly. So and worse. it's um <laughs> It's not great,
0: you know really I I, I, uh, I I fully expected you to really like it
1: no i i like okay, no spoilers I appreciate when Marvel does something unique if that makes okay. sense when they branch off from the like the formula that they've set granted like they right. you know it's their it's their cliches. But I appreciate when they depart from them and then when they try to do something, like, cool and unique. And that's why I was excited for this. It was also uh, directed by Michael Giacchino, and he's a phenomenal mm-hmm. composer. So I was like, yeah, transferable skills. This will be awesome. Right. Um. And I think the direction is good. I don't know <laughs> if the writing is that good. The music is pretty good. It's, it's something
0: – there's something there where, like – I want to give it more points than are probably necessary just for the style, but that's all I got from it. If I'm going to be honest, uh, like I, you can get it to spoilers and stuff, but like I don't know, it's just it 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 didn't leave anything on
1: me. If I'm going to no, be totally me either, honest, me, me neither, me neither. Uh, so my uh, I honestly thought they were going to shoot it on film, but I don't think they did. Okay. This is digital, right. and they just added a black and white filter to it. I'm assuming it's more difficult to shoot, like, black and white film and, like, have the tint of of red here and there that they had. Right. But still, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Something about it.
0: The artistic direction is one thing, right? Like, you got, like, Sin City and other movies that do this, like, black and white style and do it fine, right? But... I think that the purpose of it, even the practical effects and stuff added to the atmosphere and, like, the style of writing and cinematography was complementative? I don't know, whatever. To the, what they were going for. This, like, old-timey monster movie thing, right? The problem is, none of the nostalgia beats hit me because, fucking, I wasn't born when these sort of things were being released. Like, I never saw Godzilla in cinema 3d or whatever the you fuck. think
1: this is a this is a throwback to kaiju movies that's really funny. It, it is
0: but it is a throwback to like those kai like kaiju king kong frankenstein werewolf movies like dracula yeah, it. nosferatu I, 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 it's all I, that shit
1: i agree i agree the like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the birth of the monster genre so to speak right
0: right exactly
1: and that doesn't make it bad,
0: per se, but it just means that a whole element of nostalgia that it's supposed to hit didn't for me. You know?
1: Have you watched any of those movies before?
0: No, that's what I'm saying. I didn't. And I don't don't really care to either, because it's not like I think... I do like special effects being good, and they just usually aren't, and the costume design usually wasn't, and the camera quality wasn't good. So it's like, I don't think I would enjoy them as much. I'm not going to say that they're bad, because I feel like I would get headhunted for that like shot god you're such a
1: you're actually such a but, hater
0: well it's true i don't know like it, it's i i don't i don't feel any sort of nostalgia or respect for those movies they're old they're past my time
1: oh I, respect is a is a hard word to throw in there i feel like nostalgia and if you think that some of the uh uh design choices are dated is totally fine but you gotta respect what they've done you know okay then
0: maybe there's a middle ground there because like for me it's like if somebody, if I talked to someone at a bar or whatever, and they were like, my favorite movie is Nosferatu, I'd spit in their drink. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not. Because it's not. Why?
1: Like they, because it's not. It's not, right? Like, it's not, though. Like, okay, your, okay. your favorite on, movie isn't
0: Nosferatu.
1: But some people <laughs> enjoy the classics because... You you view them right. with a different lens than you do which the is movies totally now.
0: fair if they're fifty years old. I'm saying I met someone my age and their favorite movie is No. You're Star-Opting. saying
1: it's pretentious.
0: It's pretentious as fuck, bro. Like, what do you what do you, you don't actually mean that, right? Like, it's not actually your favorite movie. It's not like I don't know, peak man. Storytelling was this the story that like looked like shit. You know, I'm okay. There are probably good stories in those movies, right? But there is, like, a big shift in how acting and cinematography has been evolving. And to, like, just throw that all out the window and be like, these were better is just a little... And I'm, like, almost attributing this to a person who doesn't exist or whatever. Like, the movie didn't say anything. Strawmanning.
1: He's strawmanning me, fellas.
0: I'm I'm strawmanning hard. But, like, I don't know. It just feels like... like We we've come a long way, and I can appreciate the long way part of it, which is why big calls to nostalgia like this that don't do anything but replicate feel kind of like, mm. you know. I
1: I understand what you're what you're saying, and I think yeah. I, the the only reason I don't agree is because I think some films are better in the original incarnation than in the remakes. Sure. Um, but I also like. How do you feel about? Uh, old animation from like the 30s and the 40s that holds
0: up sometimes i think sometimes it doesn't but a lot of times it does because those are a lot of hand-drawn stuff before they have the technology to like yeah this isn't like this is completely not talking about animation it's more like the the movie making process like okay i think what i'm trying to get at is that i like the idea of cinema being this medium that evolves over time and i think most people agree with that and like you know, we got old-school cowboy movies and samurai films. Spaghetti right? Westerns. Exactly. And those inspired Kill Bill, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that Kill Bill is better than every single one of them 100%. No, it I've is. I've never seen it any ab- of them. It, no, probably no, no. It, it probably is. It probably is. <laughs> no,
1: here, but here's the thing. Spaghetti Westerns were characterized by how shit they were because they are always under budget, and that's and this, why they're called Spaghetti Westerns.
0: You know where I'm going with this though. This is just an example. Right? It's like yeah. I, I like the idea of taking those inspirations and producing something better out of it. Like my boy, uh he's not my boy, I don't know him personally, I gotta be honest, but uh the <laughs> Jordan Peele, right, does this a lot with his movies where he like pays homage to classics and classic genres, but spins them in a way. Like you ever seen that scene yeah, get from it. us where the the murders of the like girls In that like house or whatever, line up with the same way it was shot for The Shining. Yeah, it's it's like there's so much intention there to call back to these movies, but it's not like riding their dick, you know. It's it's not like stop the show. This is actually uh, just
1: The Shining too. I I okay okay I'm gonna. I'm gonna use a sports term because, as we all know, we're big sports. <laughs> we big, big, big sports, sports people, big sports fans here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at if you look at the NBA in like the for, like the fifties and the sixties or whenever the fuck it was, it was formed when they invented
0: basketball. Yeah, yeah when they yeah.
1: invented basketball, mm-hmm. it's not great. Like they're not, they like they're unhealthy. They're not running. No skills are involved. They just have the ball and they throw you could it in the them. basket. I could beat them. I literally could. Right. You and I yeah, would be better basketball players than them. <laughs> um, but then you look at the NBA now, and it's like, oh shit, fadeaway shot, three pointer. I don't know anything else about basketball. No, but this um, happens
0: with everything. Like any Olympic record yeah. gets absolutely shattered by everybody exactly. participating now, whereas only the gold medalists will have exceeded in the past. Like it's, it, you know what I mean? Like the new the standards keep rising and whatever, right? Which is right. why I find that things that you know, I'm attributing this to what Werewolf by Night is saying, even though it's not actually saying this. But like, if you're if you're if people are gonna say that this thing is amazing because it takes inspiration, I take issue with that because I I feel like there's one thing to draw upon and one thing to literally replicate. And but I don't think do it's replicating.
1: It. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. This is the point that I was trying to make: is I don't think it's a rip. Because you gave credit to when Jordan Peele does it, for example, right. and I get right. that, I totally understand. When you're pay- there's a difference between um, paying homage and be- and be- be- uh, what well, I'm I am can not think copycatting something. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I-, I agree with you. I don't think this movie is trying to. It, it might be elicit- trying to elicit the same feeling. And I right. think that's why you're saying, like, the nostalgia doesn't hit for you. And that's totally fine. I, I don't right. think it hit for me either. I wasn't a big fan of those movies either. Right. But I can appreciate when Marvel goes a different direction with something like that,
0: this. That is totally fair. Like, it's better than it would have been if it didn't do any of this stuff,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. If they had just made, like, a a regular ass, you know, introduced Elsa Bloodstone in any other Marvel format, I don't think it would be as interesting as it is in this format. I also think funnily enough, if they had made it a show, I think it would have been absolute dog shit. I think yeah. having it as a special fifty three minutes or however long it is is perfect. You get it nice to the point, introduce the characters. I get it. I'm good. no more. I'm satiated.
0: well the thing is is that like I, I agree I agree with what you're saying, right. But I can't help but think that if this movie didn't do its stylish little t- tricks or whatever, right? I would have just hated it. Because I didn't think that the movie stood on its own as like a movie or a special or whatever. It was it, like, not rushed. Like, I get it's supposed to be 50 minutes, right? But nothing happens. It doesn't even feel like I've been introduced to the characters. More like characters were on screen and it was like a and d plot. It's like a one-shot. You know? Where it's like the, the story didn't really mean anything or do anything for me. It's just like characters existing in the world for 50 minutes. In a cool looking yeah. way, but like, I don't know how valuable that is as a story to tell. Well, you know? this is
1: why I'm saying that the writing wasn't great. I I don't feel any attachment to any of the characters, and I feel like mm-hmm. the plot was very lackluster in the first place anyway. You know?
0: Yeah, <clears throat> and like, I don't now... even know anything about the Bloodstones <clears throat> or what the whole, like, canonicity of it is supposed to be.
1: Yeah, but who gives a shit? It's like the first time that the general public has seen them as well. I am the general public. (laughs) There we go. Simple as that. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, like, do I
0: care about these characters now? Not really. Like, do I care about the monster and all that? It's like it was played for jokes. It's like, I, I think it achieved what it was going for of emulating the style and the vibe and the look, especially... Like, and there are shots and stuff that they should be proud of for putting together. And like the, when he's like turning into a werewolf or whatever, spoiler that was part, a, cool scene. a werewolf, right? Yeah, exactly. Like the lighting in that scene was very cool. When they like finally show color for the first time, when they show the bloodstone, it's a cool reveal. Like there is color in this world. It's interesting. But like overall the plot, like, I mean, I don't know. It's like a shitty maze runner, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like it's not even. At least the Maze runner there was like some stakes. Like half yeah. the time okay. If we're talking about actual grievances, right. Uh, my biggest one to the contest air quotes is okay. that I never got an actual sense of scale as to what's happening. You know what I mean? Right. Like who is Ulysses Bloodstone? They say he's a big guy. He's the also, great bit with him being in the fucking puppet box or whatever. That was really funny. I I really appreciated that. (laughs) Okay. Um, It's very campy. But, yeah. It is very campy, and I like that shit. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I also think, personally, uh, the reason why they went with black and white is because they wanted to show a little bit more blood. You know? That's fair. Because it's technically not red. And I I don't know. Just give me some gore, bro. Give me some... uh, I want to see oh, the like arm getting knocked... I don't like gore. Oh, you like gore. Like- okay. Well, it, that'll be an exciting shut conversation. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I know where this is going. I don't like this. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I I was a little bit disappointed, I'll be honest.
0: That's fair. I mean, you, you picked it having not seen it before, right? So you didn't know yeah. what it was going to be like. Yeah, that's fair. So I think, like, overall... Is it worth your time? Probably. Like, it's a fun little thing. And I think, yeah. like, watch it with kids and stuff. It could be enjoyable. It's just a very simple with story. Kids. That felt, I don't know. Yeah. like well, I would recommend weird. watching
1: this with kids. What?
0: Just because, like, people get melted, bro? This shit happens in yeah. cartoons. It's fine. <laughs> Have you seen Guardians
1: 2? He gets commits oh, genocide Guardians. in the middle. Of, but like, I didn't it's... say I didn't say go watch Guardians two with your kids either.
0: Oh my god, guy said it's rated T for teens. Can't can't have them <laughs> see it.
1: Bro, what could I say, man? Kid, your
0: kids haven't seen Guardians two. No, they can totally like it's nah. Go watch it with children. Go watch it with any children. Find a kid off the street. Bring him into your house. Watch this movie. It's pretty good. And by pretty good, I mean okay. And by okay, I mean you have to be 70 years old to appreciate it.
1: (laughs) It's not even just 70 years old. You have to be a Marvel dick sucker to enjoy it. (laughs) Because I saw a lot of things online from, like, the Marvel fanboys. Like, they're breaking the mold. Marvel is changing the formula. And it's like, okay, stylistically they're going with something interesting, but it's still Marvel writing, you know? Nothing interesting happened.
0: It's not even the best black and white comic book movie we've ever seen. (laughs) No, on this podcast. (laughs) <laughs> like on this podcast, we talked about like Sin City and yeah. uh, there was another one. I don't remember, but there there are like black and white movies that are really interesting and good and don't just like, like they're also like, genre breaking like, and noir style. Like it's very like, cool. You know, this is just like a different lighthouse? style. Are we talking yeah, about the lighthouse? Is a good one. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast, but I just mean like comic book movies. There's, there's another one that's like Sin City that I don't remember what it's called but anyway i think we watched both sin cities or i did at least for the podcast uh
1: the spirit the spirit that was the one i was thinking of yeah Yeah. the spirit came up when we watched sin
0: city yeah yeah but no i haven't seen that one i don't think either way like there are like sin city is a good example of like it's it's part of it yes but the plot is also interesting you know it's like yeah the style is there to service the plot and the story being told, whereas this was, like, what I thought, and this is my dickhead opinion, is that it was more style than substance. And that makes me a bit sad, because, like, especially as someone who the nostalgia didn't hit for it just makes me realize there's no substance. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I think when a friend was asking about what I thought of it, I said it was, like, uh oh no no different movie never mind but i said it was a cool story done poorly <laughs> but yeah
1: that's anyway. an interesting that was that was, I, that I was my review of don't worry opposite. darling yeah exactly that's why i said oh, it's the wrong thing okay. that was my review of okay. don't
0: worry darling i just realized that so different different movie but anyway okay same sort of concept it's like a um, poor story done coolly i guess
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i get that i agree anyway look at that we're on the same page who would have thought great want to give it a review all right, number? Uh, yeah. We're gonna. I'm gonna assume we're using bloodstones. That's fair. I'm gonna give it a six out of twelve bloodstones. Six out of twelve. That's actually
0: pretty much exactly what I was gonna give it. Maybe actually yeah. five. I'm gonna undercut you. Five. Yeah, out of, of 12. course
1: you are, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, yeah. What a yeah. surprise! I came, I, came, I, came I, I came up with that number. I came up with that number after you said it too. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Here comes Leander the Contrarian. <laughs> oh, you chose six? Let me just uh, sweep in down there. No, I'm gonna give it a two. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> Still giving it a five. I have my morals.
1: No, I'm <laughs> I said I'm one thing. It. I
0: can't change my mind now. That's not possible.
1: Truly, right. I actually think it's a six. That's fair. I
0: think it's a five.
1: All right. <laughs> Probably not I, f- I feel real. like Eight. yeah,
0: six, six, five. Same thing. Pretty much the same thing. It's. I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I wouldn't
1: watch it again. But anyway, <laughs> we got a. This is where we're actually going to disagree. I think. Yes, um, and this Fear is Street. where we're going
0: to talk about one of my favorite horror movies series of the past. Like, I mean, it only came out a year ago, but still, it's like topped my charts recently, and it's so much fun. Really?
1: And the rewatch made me really enjoy it even more. It's so good. I love this so series. So explain explain it to me, because uh, <laughs> you watched them as they were coming out, right? Yeah. So yes. does that make, so, like...
0: Okay. Yeah, Fear Street, y'all. Fear, you ever heard of Goosebumps? So... Guy who did Goosebumps, apparently wrote teen novels. They're called the Fear Street Saga. So the creators of the Netflix originals created a movie called Fear Street 1994 and released it just randomly on Netflix. I feel like I heard they were going to do this, but when it dropped, I didn't remember. And I just watched the movie, right? Movie ends with a cliffhanger to another movie, which is releasing the next week in a completely different genre of horror. And it was great! So I was like, watched the first movie, thought it was like, this is kind of my spoiler-free review, but I thought it was okay. Second movie, picked up. Third movie, popped off. And I was like, by the end of it, just so excited because it's like, you spend the week kind of theorizing about what could happen and being excited for the movie you're about to watch. And like, the way they call back to the previous movies is in a really interesting way, and like rewards paying attention because characters like, repeat themselves, and like There's like overarching plot stuff that can kind of be like hinted at beforehand. So if you're a part of the forums, you can piece things together beforehand. It was very cool. This is a great experience that I tried to share with my friends and fucking nobody listened to me. I, I so this because, day, listen, the man. only person who's watched this movie with me has been Hashem, who I assigned the job of doing it. <laughs> he gave me so homework. <laughs> I gave him homework. Yeah, I did have one other friend who watched them with me when I was rewatching just now. But still, it's a year later. Nobody watched the series, and it's amazing.
1: So, I think "amazing" is a strong word here. I think. Uh-huh. Now I, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. I think the series as a whole is really good. Like, the, the three movies, they, they obviously had a plan, you know, which I appreciate. None of the movies feel disjointed. None of them feel out of place. But I don't necessarily know what you mean by their different genres of horror. I felt like they were all the same. You don't know what I mean?
0: No. Like, they're calling to completely different movies, bro. Give like, me ex- the-
1: examples. E- educate okay. me, bro. I'm not a horror fan.
0: Okay, okay, okay. That's fine. Like I mean, you could just say the movies that they're like and you'll instantly see it. Like the first movie is very much Scream, right? Like they're trying to diagnose what the cause of the ghost is. The ghost looks like a guy in a mask or whatever, and then they get more witchy with it and it turns into like a regular teen horror movie, okay? They okay. like establish the rules, they solve it. You could kind of like it's kind of like The Babysitter or Scream is a good one, Nightmare on Elm Street, any of those, right? The next one taking place at a camp is supposed to be a complete callback to, like, Jason and Friday the 13th. I got that one. The Friday the 13th, I got
1: that one. Yeah,
0: which is, like, much more slasher, much more violent, much more, like, in your face with the murder and death and stuff. Aside from, like, the first movie had it kind of in the end. But, like, you know, much more graphic. And the plot starts to build itself at this point where you have, like, the, you know characters who have like a history now that you kind of can recognize like you see nurse lane's mom or like nurse lane's daughter who's ruby lane like all that stuff gets a little bit explained whereas in the first movie she's just some random nurse in the town like backstories start to get pieced together here right you see the the cop right you see him as a kid things like that and then by the third movie it's just like 1666 it whips you back in time it's now a retelling of like the witch which is like another horror movie that takes Fair place theater. like farm age like yeah it's like such a cool shift in that so it's like all of them are these like what, how i see it is like goosebumps or fear street i guess i never read any of these books but they are different stories that are all supposed to type like terrify and be horror and everything right so how do you adapt that into a series you make each one of them like this, their own good version of that style of horror movie and then have this interesting plot woven through them in a way that's like really satisfying for like a big finale
1: so and I it, understand what yeah. you're saying but my right. my issue is, is like they're not different genres of horror they are they're all slashers no I no. don't think like they're different <laughs> types of slasher movies but they're all slasher films like no. you have like what do you mean <laughs> they're not they're like super not like okay, the first one's like a mystery.
0: They're trying to solve it, right? The first one's literally like they're trying to piece together what's going on. But the and second like, one
1: is also a mystery, and the same with the third one. This is what I'm trying to say. But no, because I they think... don't
0: they don't solve anything for the second one. It's just
1: slash. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they no. do. They figure no. out they figure out that there's a, a ritual happening underneath the town. They see the like stone tablets. But and then the, they're the like, whole okay, plot something's is not around
0: solving that. You know what I mean? That happens yeah, but as a the- consequence of the actions in the movie, but it's not like that is for the audience's sake of piecing together the overarching story, but that is a retelling of a story which left the character with no closure at the end of it. She never figured it out, and ne- it, it ultimately ended with lack of information, right? But you're, it's supposed to be imparting that you can piece together. If you watch just the second movie, you would not learn anything about how the like mechanics of the ghosts and stuff work. Aside from like what they explain in the movie, which is just the same thing of like bleeding on the bones spawns them or whatever, like it's just a slasher because no, you
1: you okay, hold on, you wouldn't actually find out the bleeding on the bones spawns on the bones. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that you would find out is, uh, the people whose names are carved into the stone are the people that go psycho, right? Okay, shady side killers.
0: Exactly. So it's like they are still confused in that world. And, yeah, it's piecing together a little bit, but they don't ultimately prevent the murders or anything like that. And it is just like what's I, going on in the camp with a murderer I, I get it. slashing no, I, through children.
1: It's I understand. I understand. But yeah, yeah. to me, that's just like uh, that's just part of this is why I was saying I give credit to the series is they had an actual story planned out from the start. So right. each movie builds on the same mystery but I right. don't necessarily think that any of them are any different in, in, like, tone or style. And again, like, I think there are different callbacks to different movies, but, like, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th are both slasher films. They're just different types. They're just, like, set in different places.
0: I think that that's does that does make sense? fair to an extent, but I don't think that that accurately gauges what they were doing with each movie. Like by the third movie you have so much built knowledge that when it whips back to do Fear Street Part two, they don't explain shit to you because you already know everything by that point. So yeah, it's, how it's can you series. call that the same movie as them identifying it and like figuring out how the ghost works and well, trying a bunch of shit? Like that but I, never, I feel like they're But completely Hold on,
1: different. hold on. I'm not I'm not saying okay, but you're I'm not saying that each movie stands on its own. I'm saying right. each movie builds on the same mystery, so you have to watch the series to understand it. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you on that, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying that they're they're all three of them are still slasher films. You have a guy with a knife chasing the main character, basically.
0: But but that's that's not what just a slasher film is not just like a guy with a knife chasing the main character. It's like if there's violence in the movie, it's like calling it's like a broad assumption of like the action film. Like, if a character has a gun, it's an action film. Yeah! I'm being as reductive as possible. Bro, the first one... Okay, the first one is, like, akin to The Conjuring, when they're trying to figure out how the ghost works
1: mechanically. Oh, I don't know about that one. I I, would never... But it is, though.
0: Like, the whole point of The Conjuring is trying to figure out how you banish the demon, right? Though it's not a demon, the the first one, and people get mortified, like, uh, mortally mutilated or whatever, right? Just because it happens doesn't make it a slasher. Because a slasher, you can understand the rules of just a man with a knife, but that's not how the first one presents itself. There's like oh, multiple bodies that are creeping out. It's like that the the genre is different. Like that sort okay, of okay. violence can happen in like the so conjuring like, or whatever. But the figuring out of how the ghost works, or like the ring, the figuring out of how like the girl works, like all this stuff mechanically is what you're more interested in. So it's like a ghost mystery, right? Okay, which is why I, I, under, I, went I understand. The I was like yeah I went the direction of scream because it's like it felt like that at the start, but it it really goes in like a more ghosty direction, so I'm not sure if there's like a better equivalent, but either way, it's like a teen the paranormal activity or something like that where it's like I trying to figure out the rules.
1: I think our picks for this week are very apt because each one is trying to do a callback to a different type of movie now right. i I agree with you that the first movie. To me, seems very similar to Nightmare on Elm Street, because in that movie, yeah. nobody knows how uh, it's that's Freddy Krueger, right, the guy with the hand. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows how he like does things at the start, but it's still. This is why I'm saying, like, I don't, I don't know the the actual technical terms for horror movies, but to yeah. me, well, I, I don't even would... know if these
0: are like hard line terms. It's just how I view the series no, as being this sort of really interesting thing.
1: Like, I just don't I, think that. Yeah. I really don't think they're different genres of horror. Like every single movie felt the same to me. I just think that each movie was calling back to a different classic, if that makes sense. I
0: guess so, but they all had their own interesting plot that wrapped up in a way. No, that was I rewarding.
1: well this this is why I'm saying is uh, this is why I'm saying that it's apt that we both picked these movies is because I think this is the good way of doing an homage as opposed to copying something stylistically. That's fair. I think yeah, it does it well. I, I would agree.
0: Yeah, I would agree that like I I like these movies more than I like, like the original Friday the Thirteenth or like the yeah. original Nightmare on Elm Street. Like those movies are campy in a weird way. I think like the and, and especially just like the thing is that uh, these movies stand alone. Like in as much as the, they're all in service of like a grander plot, right? The individually the movies themselves, I think, have really good characterization and fun characters and enjoyable scenes that like make I, me mm, want to continue the series you know what i mean it's not like a slog to get through them though i think the first one was worse than the second and worse than the third it's mostly for that built up feeling of tension but like individually any one of those movies i would point to and be like that's a fun horror movie
1: i i i disagree personally okay. Why i is think that? The overarching plot is really, really good. The okay. twists and the turns and how everything works mechanically is really interesting. And, yeah. like, how – like, the main villain, for example, is really, really good. But right. god damn are the characters fucking boring. I That's truly, truly blow. did not – I did not relate <laughs> to a single one of the characters. Every single one of them <laughs> I was just kind of like, all right. And there's the, the, the thing is, is that they try to flesh them out. There's a lot of scenes – with the characters talking, like like dialogue back and forth between characters to like establish how everybody feels and what everybody's thinking and stuff. I actually could not get through some of them. I was like, I don't care. I am not interested at all right now. When Josh is explaining the like the murders to everybody, like I was watching that scene and I was like Oh my god, man. You went through this at the start. You literally pointed at the same board with your sister and now you're re-explaining the same point to these two new characters. So, like, I understand why he's explaining it again in the story, but why am I, as the audience, being exposed to the same piece of information twice?
0: But the, you know. get the like the point of that's like exposition. That's like not character building. The characterization yeah. is the passion with which he tells all that. And like the character yeah. he brings to other scenes. Like he's nervous around the girl he likes and like all that. I think like there's there's better character and yet stuff.
1: Her I don't know. Head gets shredded and he doesn't say or do anything differently. What do like, you mean? He like freaked oh my out. God. I, what
0: I mean, he, that's not he did. Okay, alright. Like maybe, but what? Sure, right. But these movies go at such a breakneck pace that I don't understand how you could be bored of it. Like what you described of them going through, like the the this is where the murder happened, this is who did it, was like thirty minutes into the first movie. They had like three attempts at a finale in that first movie, and it's like that. It's just coming at you so fast that I feel like it's it's not. Any time they take to exposit is usually going to be necessary in the long run, but also makes it so that it's way more interesting that you're not figuring out things and waiting for the audience to catch up. When you figure out something, the audience or the the characters in the movie already have, if that makes sense.
1: Yes, but I personally enjoy when some of it is left up to our, I guess, how do we, like, we're supposed to be figuring it out as well, and then they don't just exposit throughout all of it. I like the the thing is is this is this is, uh, I'm assuming standard for horror movies. Like they don't leave much up to, you know, the character, uh, the audience's intelligent. They literally tell you how everything works.
0: Damn, guy just painted with a general brush across. Am all I am I movies.
1: wrong? I assume I, uh, they're listen, shit. I guess. Listen, it. listen. That's fine. I watch. I, You're I'm wrong. Thinking of like, I'm thinking of Insidious, Conjuring, uh, Scream, and like, I don't know sinister and every single one of those movies whenever the characters figure something out they will exposit how things are working to the audience that's fine right. i have no issue with that i understand why they do it but i don't know man there was a lot Bro. of scenes where i was like this is so badly paced to me i'm actually getting bored right now
0: that's so crazy to me it goes so quickly like i i, I don't even understand how you can get bored it's like i you have to already be starting with the assumption that you're not going to like it in
1: my opinion. No, because I actually... Like,
0: worst movies so, go slower, you know?
1: So, like, <laughs> I had no conception of what these movies are like, I'll be honest. And I watched okay. the opening scene and I really, really enjoyed it. Where right. where Maya Hawk gets killed in the mall. I was yeah. like, holy shit, like, this is gonna be really interesting. Like, this is gonna be, like, an actual good, like, it, mystery. You know, I'm excited to find out what happens next. I wanna know, why like, why this guy went crazy and, like, you know, what's going right. on. But then they go to the football stadium and Sam and Dina have their little fight. And I was truly not interested. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I don't care that Dina is having like, uh, relationship problems right now. This is not my biggest concern,
0: but, but like they're establishing the characters. I know. I know. And this is what,
1: and this is what, this is what I'm saying is like, this is what frustrates me is like, you know, I'm big on characters, like character progression or whatever. In these movies so I don't know if this is a good or a bad sign on my part that I was truly bored and disinterested in the characters
0: but it's it's so interesting to me because I feel like the characters I mean they're not like anything to ride home about but they're not like boring or uninteresting or even undone it's like to hear you say that they're not explored or they're not interesting or you were bored during the scenes it's like wild to me because they did take time to make sure that those scenes happen like they they have like that romantic scene where they're preparing the the trap or whatever and everybody hooks up and it's like character relationships are explored there that and, was like, a good scene talked actually. about earlier it was like it's it's interesting though like i'm not, it's no, not that's like, not the best thing scene. i've ever seen but you know what i mean and like i feel like it's 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 worth something <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm really adamantly defending this movie. And I'll totally grant that there are it's like rushed at certain parts, but to say that it was slow is like wild to me.
1: Okay, I'm going to say this. I don't think it was badly paced per se. I think it was inconsistent if that makes okay. sense. Okay. That's fair. And I understand. Yeah, yeah. I understand that some scenes, you know, you slow down the action so that the audience can get used to any information that they're being presented to. Or any, like, character changes that they're being, you know, shown or whatever. But there were certain parts in the movie where you're going at breakneck speed with action and with information being sent your way. And then the movie grinds to a halt to have the characters talk about what their next steps are. And I don't know, man. Like, when they were talking about, like, uh, Timothy's brother. Or what's the guy's name in the first one? The blonde kid. The blonde guy. And they're I like, uh, he, his brother OD'd, but we brought him back. And they're like, let's do the same thing to Sam. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, okay. Like, I already know his brother OD'd. You don't have to explain the whole thing to me. And we know that uh, Christine passed out or C. Berman, I guess, at, the, at that point, yeah. died. And then they brought her back. And that's why she wasn't hunted anymore. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I'm nitpicking a little bit. But there are, there are too many scenes throughout the trilogy where stuff like this happens where I, like, lose interest in the story being told because there's so much, like, back and forth dialogue. And I don't know if that's, like, me or if the writing just didn't – you know what? I honestly think it's just I didn't like Dina as a main character.
0: I think that that might be it. Like, it's fine to not like the characters, right? Because I think they do make some weird decisions with, like, how they choose to mourn certain things and people and whatever. And that's why I think, like, the first movie was kind of lame with that. With, like, the two characters who I thought were the most, like, charismatic dying. And you're right that not much happens I don't like that. besides, like, being horrified. And it, it was, like, played for pretty graphic just a jump. Like a, like a, what is that called? Jump I don't scare? know what it's called. It's not a jumps. They weren't like really jump scares, but it was like a shock factor. Shock factor. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So it's like played for shock factor and that's like, okay. Or whatever. But I just feel like they didn't get mourned enough by the end of the movie. Like afterwards. All. Yeah. Right. Which is, which is, yeah. Doesn't really matter. But like, if you don't like the characters that are doing this on screen acting and relationship developing, then you're not going to like those scenes. And that is, I think Fine. I just think that the criticism that it didn't happen is like miss is like missing the, the, some of the core scenes, and I also think like what you said earlier about how like they try to explain everything to you and really reinforce it. Like there's still stuff that you could figure out beforehand that if you notice will come back later on. That's rewarding, right? Like they in introduce the second things movies? in all of them in the first movie yeah, okay. too. Like the the source of the. Um, the The source of the curse or whatever, it it's never explained. Like not not ex, ex, not explained until like later blood? on in the movie. Yeah, the blood or even like the the field of the flowers, the red moss that's there, right? And then that shows up in the second movie, and it's up to you to notice that you can put the two and two together. And then the crown is introduced to the third movie, and you can like get that little tidbit ahead of time. And like all this stuff kind of goes together. Even all those like callbacks to how Nick Good talked in the second movie. Kind of point towards the twist eventually at the end of the third movie. It's like, the, I, I get, I get that a lot of it is explained, right? Because mechanically, there's a lot going on here. You need to know like where the body is, what happened when she was killed, and where the hand no, is, okay. and like who's touching what. All that stuff's all important or whatever. But how you tell that, I think, is still done in a very interesting way that's engaging and like rewarding for an audience member.
1: I think I just don't like Dina because I'm, (laughs) I, so I was going to get to this later and say that my favorite of the three was the second one. I really liked 1978 or 1974 or whatever it was. Yeah. I, okay. First of all, I don't know what it is, but I really resonate with the horror movies that have like a bunch of kids in a camp and like somebody attacks them. It's like it adds a sense of isolation that I find a lot of other movies don't because in the first one, for example, Dina still has a dad and Kate and the other guy, they all have parents and there's adults around in the town like they go to the hospital and not a single adult is present. And my suspension of disbelief kind of stops for a bit on that part. I don't (laughs) know why. It's a very nitpicky part. I totally get it. I, like, I'm not defending my, my stance here, but I'm just trying to explain it. But in the second mm-hmm. one, chef's kisses. There's reasoning. It's a camp for kids okay. run by teenagers. There's no adults <laughs> around. Hell, yeah. That's why everybody's making stupid-ass decisions. I'm on board. <laughs> okay
0: that's so interesting i mean they are shown that in the first like that they're the most of their parents are like deadbeat or equivalent because shady side is like cursed or whatever so like they their parents not being part of it felt pretty on par doesn't with what you expect a sunny
1: a sunnyvale kid gets stabbed in the first one
0: a sunnyvale kid gets stabbed in the first one Why? yeah
1: sam's boyfriend or, yeah. like, her Peter. That's true. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's There's true. a lot Peter. of
1: ass-grabbing in this movie. It's really weird. <laughs> like, in this series? It happens in every single movie.
0: I don't think it happens. Maybe. You're probably right. It
1: does. It literally does.
0: I don't... I, I do feel... I still feel like I want to keep defending it, but I will grant that there are, like, weaknesses in part of these movies where it's like you do have to suspend disbelief for some stuff. Because like it's a little ridiculous how like the hospital worked and seeing the ghosts run past people and like people not believing one another when they say it's like, oh it's a curse, even though it's like these murderers are now like being or like these monsters are assembling themselves out of goo and still nobody's believing them. Like, I don't know. It you're you're right, but I feel like the genre of teen horror it's 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 i don't even want to say on par because it feels dismissive like it's it's a good thing to disregard parents parents don't make these things better yes you know?
1: i agree i agree but that's why i'm saying i like the second one most because it feels very like okay i understand i get it bro yeah well, no shit you, you play why persona <laughs> we're, there's we're, adults we're, in persona what do you mean
0: but like not though like the parents are not like a factor in a lot of these yo you're telling n- n- me sojiro doesn't parents, do anything in
1: persona anime parents are like non-existent bro you're telling me sojiro doesn't do anything in persona <laughs> I, I'm he's just like one to po- of the main guys <laughs> i'm just trying to point out that like
0: char- character parents are not interesting and I don't yes, think, like, know, them I... not taking time to factor how they fit into the world is that big a deal.
1: But it's not, it's not, I'm not talking parents specifically. I'm talking just the general adult population, you know? There's none and present p- in the first they one. They just show them as not believing them,
0: though. Like, they are present. They just show Name them as not one care. Parent.
1: Name No, not one parent. Name one adult in the first movie, besides got, Good, like the, who we know is a villain. The nurse, the
0: nurse that's at the hospital who gives them drugs, you got, like, the cops or whatever the other cops that aren't just good like who both die yeah but what i'm saying is that they they, could they (laughs) die because they disregard the kids bro like the whole point is that the kids know what's up and nobody believes it's like looking at it and being like oh my god the parents are such weak characters yes but
1: in it there's a reason there's an explanation and i also hate doing this because i don't give a shit like this is not important (laughs) to the story i get what you're saying. Usually I would not be defending the stance. But I'm uh-huh. saying I'm saying I like the second one because I was like this is they're literally isolated and they got to make do with what they with what the situation that they're in. Bro, That's all I'm the saying.
0: characters from the second the first movie it literally talks about how like uh who is it? Fuck, what's I forget what's his name? The first kid's name, the guy who jerks off in that one scene. I don't remember his name. Huh? There's a, in the first movie, Martin, maybe? Is it Martin? He's the guy like the best friend gets, of Dina?
1: Like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: Whatever. What his name like is. one of the friends of Dina, right? So he, he is like pointed out in one scene that he supports his like brother or something like that by selling drugs because they don't have money to make ends meet. Like how, they try to paint a picture and like Dina's parents not being there so she has to cook for both of them. Like they they point to these things in the movie that indicate why parents aren't there. Like what more do you want? Because you clearly don't want them in the movie and but you're just saying the explanations they gave aren't good enough because they're not at camp. <laughs> like yes. I don't get it.
1: No. No, I'm saying I like the second one because there's no explanation needed. I get it. (laughs) Don't
0: get it. This is so nitpicky though. What do you mean? I
1: am nitpicking. That's, I just said that. I said, usually I would not be defending this stance, but I really, okay, just listen, take the win when you can, man. Just take it. I like the second one. Just, that's a dub. That's a dub for you Fear Street fans out there. (laughs) I just, the second Fear Street is good.
0: The third movie has even more parents. If you really want to get your rocks off, bro. (laughs) You must love. That's the third why the third one all is the, the best one. Like, oh, it's so good! Like it, it, they—they're really interesting, though. Like the way that they like use the same characters over in the third one, and like call back to a bunch yeah. of stuff in the second. It like builds this really cool world that I, I'd like never seen before. And I thought that was like a really clever way of doing it.
1: I also relating all like... the
0: characters to what they would be like in the sixteen sixty six
1: story is like very cool and well done. I actually hold on, hold on. I also don't necessarily think that that's what they would have looked like. So I think because Dina was playing Sarah Fear, yeah, that, this that's was the supposed point. to be, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's Wait. not what they were gonna look like, but like the whole the the way it's told is a way that makes the story relatable, right? Oh yeah, like okay. that Sarah so Fear the, had these friends times. and she was into a woman, and this is it's not to relate to current times. It's to, it's to relate to. The Dina. person who's experiencing it, yeah, Dina. So the equivalent relationships are all there. The like yeah. person you look up to or rely on, lying all that is supposed to build out from this like idea that she's remembering what Sarah Fear experienced. And I thought that was really clever and well yeah, done. I agree. Yeah,
1: I agree. <laughs> Take, the dub, Take the dub, man. Take the <laughs> dub. you are gonna make me cry. Why are you gonna cry? I really liked
0: it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I liked it. It was a good movie, and I feel no. like all, all of them had this like—they they were good in their own ways. I think like the first one had a really fun atmosphere to it because it was literally just them trying shit to kill these ghosts, and it didn't work. Right. Um, the second one had a really like occulty vibe to it that I liked a lot, especially with like the turning evil over time and the like forecasting with the witch symbol and figuring out the cave system underground. Like all that stuff's pretty interesting. But it had yeah. shit soundtrack, I think. Um the, not not I'm talking about the licensed music. I'm talking about the OST. For the second one felt like movie straight out of like Windows Media Public Library or whatever the fuck. It was really bad. Yeah. Sample the music. third movie just had such good payoff for a big finale. When it went to Fear Street Part 2. And also, like, world building out of that, like, 1666 one. Even if they all spoke with kind of half ass accents.
1: It was still very good. That was really funny. I, I actually <laughs> appreciated it. I thought it was a really cute addition.
0: And it was not something I never thought about. Was that these kids would run into the woods and, like, dance and shit. Like, that does... I, I Like, I, I don't know if that's realistic. I don't know what it was like in either. 1666. They were just getting high. Yeah, but it was fun. Like, I enjoyed it. And I thought it was really like well done, and the music was really good in that one. And I don't know, I just I, have such a, a heart for these movies, and I just like it's, it makes me it makes me visceral
1: when you're like,
0: but in Act Two, her glasses were on the other side of her. But face. I'm not. I'm like, oh, listen, yeah. listen, listen, listen.
1: <laughs> I have to get back to being a villain because even though I like the first half, I actually really think I just don't like Dina. When the story mm-hmm. switched back to 1994 again, I was disinterested. I was like, yeah, really? I don't care anymore. I'm good. Really? I think, yeah, I literally like Damn. the whole curse, the bro, the, the witch's curse being a reversal and being like, uh, Nick good. Phenomenal. Yeah. Really, really right. good twist. I, that's what I'm saying. I really like appreciate what these, sto- what the whole overarching story is. Mm. Um, I just don't care about Dina. <laughs> I really don't. I really, really don't. Oh, that's a shame. If the, story, if the story was about Josh and him like trying to figure out the reason for all the psycho killers like, coming out and he was the main character, I actually think I would enjoy these movies a lot more. So you just hate women, is that it? Is I that literally it? hate women, and lesbian women specifically. That, makes, that seems to be like
0: <laughs> what the through. – I'm just
1: kidding. I, I get not liking the <laughs>
0: character, though. Like I, and that's why I'm like it's a shame, but I get it. Because she has quirks and she has a way of talking that, I don't know, it's, like, less... Like I found her the least charismatic of the yeah. group from the first movie. And I really, really liked the um, <laughs> Stranger Things girl, I forgot her name, from the second Facing. movie. She yeah. was great. She was great. She was, like, really, really good. And so I yeah. do get what you're saying with, like, the tone shift near the end. I mean, they even know that and they have to, like, bring in... I mean it's it's not like Jillian Jacobs can't carry on her own or whatever, but the guy they introduced the last one, who was at the police station, like he's just comic relief, right? It's because they killed off the other comic relief characters. I was I was just gonna
1: say I was just gonna say her being added, so Christine or Ziggy being added is a good addition, I think. It services the plot, but I think they have her and the janitor act as stand ins for Katie and their other friend from the first movie, which I didn't necessarily appreciate. I think the movie would have had a much better emotional through line if they were there for the finale as well.
0: I think so. Like, you're right. But I think, yeah, it's hard to argue because they didn't really call back to them afterwards, which is what I kind of remember wanting them to do. I wanted them to have a memorial or something for them. And like, yeah, I think the school kind of acknowledged that they weren't bad people in some way and like some like Credit scene or something like that, but like I wanted there to be a more specific call out to those people they lost on the way. So, it's like, not just... Christine's sister and uh, like you know, the two friends, and it's not just whoever that. else, yeah.
1: No, hold on, it's not just that. If even if they died at the end of the second part, I think it would have been much more emotionally heavy as well. Um, I don't, I don't know, like, even imagine,
0: think that... no, I don't know, I don't like if they had made it to that part, it wouldn't have been the same tone if they had died. Like the, the tone at the end was that like, they won, they succeeded. E- Everybody exactly.
1: Exactly. So if they had actually died, it would have been like, holy shit that came out of nowhere. I mean, like look what at the, that? the it movies, you know, imagine right. in, if in it part one, one of the kids dies, that would suck. That would be so bad.
0: <laughs> no, this is so, what is this hypothetical Shut up, bro. I'm just saying, bro. Saying? I'm just saying, I'm just saying
1: the reason why it, it's like, and it hits harder it's, at the end when that other guy, I mean, it part 2 isn't that great, but when that one other dude, guy dies in the end, it's the, a lot better kid, because you know,
0: a kid does die in it part 1, bro. And it's like who? the point is supposed to but the, who?
1: Who? <laughs> who? Really? The kid who? who
0: gets his arm eaten in the first 10 seconds yeah, Who gives of the a film, shit about bro?
1: him? I'm talking about the main guys, bro. <laughs> he dies in ep- in minute 1. It doesn't matter he's just there as he's there as cannon fodder
0: he's the first kill the first kill of the horror movie that's yeah, yeah that's fine I, okay but like I, I don't know there's other kids who die in it the billy dies in the first one there's, there's other people who die it doesn't matter though what i'm trying to say is that like the the i don't think i take issue with the fact that they died i think i take issue with the fact that they weren't remembered as vividly as I wanted them to. I think it was emotionally powerful for them to die. I think the way in which they were killed felt pretty mediocre, which is why I kind of put a sour taste in my mouth. Like, the whole cake thing was stupid, and I thought just sad, really. Like, maybe more sad than, like, shocked or whatever. Um, Yeah. And I, I feel like there wasn't enough of a payoff to remember them, especially with the way that first movie had this really interesting of, like, I'll sacrifice myself for you. Oh, she was actually going to do it. Now we have to sacrifice ourselves. It's like I don't know, for kids, that's like on par with how deep you can get and I
1: was like, "Okay, that's cool." Isn't this, an, Let's this explore is, These this. are R-rated movies, my man.
0: Yeah. What are you talking about kids for? But the, what do you mean? Like the they're, they're high schoolers in the first movie.
1: Oh, you're saying Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I thought you meant like for kids. Oh, no, I'm the, not saying like yeah, no, I was no, no. Like, I'm, I'm saying that like as deep as
0: high schoolers can <laughs> yeah, get okay. like sacrificing for one another is about like on par it's not like they're like taking up it's it's just i don't know it's pretty straightforward but i liked it and i felt like they didn't get the payoff that was worth it at the end specifically end of the first movie or end of the second or the third it doesn't it didn't really change anything Like, do do you know the emotional impact of the second movie? Like, that hit hard at the end.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: And it it was, like, actually impactful and stuff. But it's preface for the third movie. It's, like, build-up for the third movie, which is, like, good and powerful and good. And I think the first movie attempted that maybe but really didn't feel like it. It kind of just felt like it used them for shock value and then forgot about them, which is what was really upsetting because you see them come back in the third movie as memories and then they like cut back to the future timeline and those people are dead, like dead, dead. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah. All I know is second movie is the better one out of the three.
0: Okay, that's fair. I think the second movie is really good. I think I didn't like any of the cave stuff as much. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't linger the, as much. I would say it doesn't. Oh, I don't know. The first one's really fun. The second one's really um, interesting, and the third one is really f- wait, like I don't know, cool. I think I really like the back in the sixteen sixty six stuff, and the payoff for when you first see it is like cool because like this is like a warp back in time. This is like the other one's like year back, like one generation, and this one's like six generations or whatever back, which is so cool to
1: me yeah yeah i also i i actually really really like the twist that sarah fear isn't like you know yeah the, right the one responsible and the whole
0: like sunny side sunny veil versus like uh shady side shady i mean it's very side. ham-fisted but it, it's yeah. also based on a teen's book you know like you got you don't want to rewrite the source material so i think it was really good that's what and, and yeah. like the the twist being that she like well, she still did it like she still invoke the curse. I, I love that because when you see it and that like music is amping behind her hanging out at night or not hanging out at night, like trying to escape the like mob and telling like uh, her girlfriend that like, fuck them. If they think that I did a curse, why don't we just fucking do the curse? I was like, yeah, even though I know that she like kills all my favorite characters in the future, but <laughs> like, it's still cool. <laughs> I, I don't know just a very fun movie very fun movie i can't
1: wait to rate this and you still give it a lower score than me it's gonna be so funny (laughs) i'll go ahead and rate them i'll i'll do it i'll do it right
0: now okay let's let's just use like a consistent item for all of them uh uh
1: hands hands. skeletal hands yeah
0: (laughs) hands all right so yeah yeah. for the first one i'm gonna give it a nine nine out of I think maybe would eight. be 8. 8 out of 12 okay. hands. The second one, I'm going to give a 10 out of 12 hands. And the yeah. third, I'm going to give 11 out of 12 hands.
1: Okay. I am going to give the first one a 6. Damn. I'm going to give the second one a 10. And I'm Great. Gonna give the third one a, yeah, I'm going to give the third one a 9.
0: That's fair. I think those I are really fair like,
1: ratings. I, I actually like genuinely enjoyed the first half of, this, of the last movie. Like, truly. Mm-hmm. I was invested... Everything I was <laughs> on it's board. Really well for. done. It's really well it's done. It's really I well think. done. Yeah. And then they switch, and I'm like, all right, now I don't <laughs> care.
0: I'm good. I think it's it's totally fine that you didn't like the character. Like I I think that I'm 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 on board with that. Right. I think the whole like them not being characterized though is what I took issue with because they're like really fun people in those movies that you can get I attached to. But if you're not, into really... Dina, she is the only okay.
1: Here's here's I'm gonna I'm gonna backpedal here. I don't think that they weren't characterized. I think some of the characterization work for Dina was just done very poorly, if that makes sense. Every other character I could relate to, to a certain point. I really liked Josh. I'll be honest. I liked Josh. I really liked Sam. Like I understood Mm -hmm. what Sam's like drive for the things that she was doing was, but I could not get on board for Dina and I don't know why.
0: It might've been that like first fight with the relationship stuff felt very petty and weird. But like, if you disregard that, she's kind of okay. I liked her.
1: No, I just didn't like her dialogue, too. I feel like, but then again, I didn't like much of the dialogue in the movie, so what am I talking about? (laughs)
0: Damn, just shit on my movie, bro.
1: I gave it a six. What else do you want?
0: (laughs) Second movie was fun, though. Anyway, you should watch this series. It's actually really good, and like, it's fun. It's like the Avengers Endgame if it was only three movies and respected your time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just like you did. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right so that's that, that concludes our spooky spooky halloween episode Woo! how frightening i hope i hope you were able to sit through this one <laughs> good luck uh, sleeping
1: ho- tonight <laughs> <Sorry>.
0: <laughs> i hope that y'all have a, a good a good halloween lots of jump scares lots of horror movies lots of lots of jump cuts? shrieks Sorry. Oh, lots of jump cuts uh <laughs> For next week, though, we're going to go back to my pick. And uh, we actually talked about it midway through the episode. But I'm going to pick The Lighthouse. Never seen it.
1: Yes, sir. What's that? Never seen it. Never seen this movie. Yeah. You haven't seen it? I've never seen it. No, no, no. no. I've never seen The Lighthouse. This is going to be an interesting conversation. I don't know how
0: deep I picked because I just know that it's like – because the like watching black and white thing that we talked about earlier and the style over substance, I know that it won a bunch of Oscars. So I have some pretty high expectations out of it. Yeah, But, but from my understanding, it kind of nails them. So,
1: okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll talk about it next week, but I have, I have takes. You I have, have a takes. lot. I have Good. takes.
0: Prepare your thoughts. I'm excited to hear them. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. So that, that's, that's it from us though. Uh, you could follow yeah. our editor at default bird on twitter or at blue moon paper on instagram or blue moon dot paper anyway she has a site at blue moon com. go there and buy stuff yeah uh we don't exist online Jumpkin fm is our your uh you know podcast twitter though because we need one of those we never tweet but maybe you could tweet at us and i
1: might get a notification yeah but i don't think we'll respond so probably not yeah maybe maybe just don't don't talk to us yeah don't talk (laughs) to us
0: (laughs) all right have a great halloween y'all it's It's been real